welcome to the first episode of the Music Reviewer. My name's Josh, and uh, this is just going to be a podcast I'm starting out. If it works out, great. Um, it's just going to be mainly comprised of uh, albums that I'd like to talk about um, that I think are pretty cool, some that I think that aren't. But um, hopefully this is just something that I can continue to do uh, about me. Um, I'm just a 26-year-old guy who likes talking about music, enjoy going to live music. Um, I'm a musician myself. I won't go too into that, but uh, I've been playing uh, since I was a young, uh, a young lad. But um, now, um, now I'll get to uh, you know the gist of the, the episode today. Uh, it's just going to be an album review um, on the uh, new Abnormal, the new Strokes album. Uh, the title is the new Abnormal. Um, <clears throat> the Strokes are an indie rock band, uh, or just alternative rock, however you like to classify them. Um, started uh, start off in 1998. Just a bunch of uh, you know young guys um, probably <laughs> learned how to play their instruments uh, as they're writing their first album. But needless to say, they've been integral to the genre, um, you know, uh, indie rock since the 2000s. Um, they've uh, gone on to you know see uh, commercial success, um, you know, to the point of you know being headliners all over the world. Um, you know, Europe, Asia, States, South America. Um, they they really are a, a band that uh, you could definitely uh, attribute their success to um, timing. But also, they uh, they do make great uh, they do make great music. Um, so I am a little biased in this review, but I'll try to be objective as possible. Um, <clears throat> so uh, going into this album. Um, I know The Strokes, uh, this is their first album that they've uh, done since uh, being off of their uh, label since the beginning of the band, RCA. Um, And uh, their last album (laughs) was a little controversial because of that. Um, The the story is is that they didn't want to release the album um, because they were tired of being on this record label. Um, So (laughs) when you go back and look at that album cover, there's no art. It's just uh, the record label's... uh, I guess, stock art. I'm not really sure how that came about, but I find it funny. Um, that album did have some good tracks on it, though. It wasn't, you know, a bad album. I know some people didn't probably enjoy it as much as, you know, their uh, their early work, um, which uh, most people, uh, you know, are most fond of, uh, specifically their first album. Um, now, uh <clears throat> The, this album is uh, is an album that I felt was quite good in some areas. Some areas I thought maybe they uh, could have used some trimming. Um, it is quite. Uh, it is worth noting. It's produced by Rick Rubin, although I feel like uh, the, the presence of him is maybe a little bit minimal. Of course, Rick Rubin's a, a famous uh, producer that uh, helps uh, pioneer the you know the. Uh, the sound of many bands uh, starting as early as the 90s, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, even uh, several uh, hip-hop artists as well, um, which uh, I find it uh, I find it quite fascinating, actually, that they went with Rick Rubin. Um, Julian Casablancas is kind of that guy that uh, he's, he's sort of an experimental artist in his own vein. Uh, he's uh, the front man of a band called The Voids, um, which their music is... Uh, it is a little bit different from the Strokes, but you can definitely hear uh, 
the influence uh, Casablancas brings to um, that band as well. Um, starting off, uh, this uh, album has a track called The Adults Are Talking. This, this track here, I didn't find that great. Um, it is a bit of a, a song that uh, it, it reminded me of the first Tudor Cinema Club album for some reason on those guitar parts. Um, that was what I took away from it. Um, Casablanca's um, his falsetto vocals uh, does make an appearance um, throughout the album, but on this first song, it definitely does as well. Um, <clears throat> the the next song, uh, I believe, uh, what's it titled? Selfless. Um, <clears throat> let's see. The next song, Selfless, uh, is a powerful vocal performance by Casablanca's. Um, uh, the, the does a quite uh, it does this cool thing where the guitar and the vocals uh, have these quarter tone melodic parts that I thought were pretty uh, good. Um, I wish they did that a little bit more on the album, um, but uh, I feel like the, the album definitely does pick up in the next song, Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus. Um, it's one of my favorites on the album. It sounds like an '80s tune, um, quite on the nose too. The lyrics reference uh, 80s bands at some point so uh it, there's like a peter hook baseline on it i thought that was pretty nice um yeah it's uh it's a cool it's a cool stroke song um and uh, speaking of the 80s uh, they continue kind of like in this vein where uh, they have a song called dancing with myself really it's it's like uh it's not called dancing with myself it's called uh is called Bad Decisions. Uh, it's a Blatton Billy Blatton ripoff of the, the Billy Idol Dancing with Myself. Um, he is credited in the song, but um, every time I listen to it, that's all I can think about is that song. Um, it's probably their most commercially successful song on this album so far. Um, a lot of the indie and ton of rock radios uh, have it nonstop on their um, on their rotation. Um, so <laughs> this might be the most well-known song coming out of this album, which is, you know, might be, a, it's, it's a bit of a shame, but, um, <clears throat> I've noticed that bands have been doing this, uh, at least bands that I, um, I am fond of, uh, such as like the Arctic Monkeys. They did that on their AM album for some reason, War Pigs, Arabella, they stole the hook on there too, um. I don't know if this is really a trend or if they're trying to make it a trend. Um, it, it's a decent song, but um, I felt like the next song, Eternal Summer, was uh, much better. I know this song is a bit of a slow burner. Uh, some people don't like it, um, but I thought it was a cool fusion of uh, what can I, <laughs> what is this, like a, a clash and uh, let's see, clash and maybe David Bowie type deal. Um, there's some cool parts on it. Uh, Julian Blancas does this cool uh, shouty vocal line uh, with some scratch guitar. It's a little funky. There's like some whiny tone in the back. Uh, I thought it was a pretty cool tune. Probably one of my favorites on the album. Uh, let's see where do we go here. Um, the next, the next of the album is it, it is quite good. Um, at the door is the first single I believe that was released. Um, it's probably the most non-stroke song I've listened to to date, or non-stroke sounding song. That doesn't make sense to say non-stroke song. Non-stroke sounding song. Um, the song is quite um, 
quite different. It doesn't have chugging, no guitars, um, no, you know, um, guitar line. It's just the synth line that repeats throughout the whole entire song. Uh, Julian Casablanca kind of just steals the show with that vocal performance as well, which if there's one thing you take away from the albums, I feel like his vocal performance is quite good. There are some parts where he does maybe try to go out of his register, but uh, this song, um, you know, it, there's some nice touches to it. Um, you know, there's these swelling synths, but um, yeah, that's if that's probably one of the another uh, one of the songs that you know might sneak up on you that might end up being your favorites if you take this uh, listen on this album. Um, let's see, why are Sunday so depressing? I felt like that was an interesting song. Um, uh, uh, this song. Um, has, uh, it reminds me of some early Strokes material. Some this guitar sounds straight off of Reptilia at some points. Um, talking style vocals. Um, there's a cool transition that happens from the chorus to the second verse, but the song does lose momentum, um, which I feel like is probably the Achilles heel of this album. It does lose steam in certain parts, and I feel like they maybe could use some trimming, um, even though it is not that long of an album. You know, maybe they could have just trimmed it down a little bit more. Um, not the same anymore. This one, um, it has a mysterious sound to it. Uh, it's, again, a little too long. There's, like, these lounge-style vocals that Casablanca delivers. Um, and it closed, the album does close off on a pretty strong track called Ode to the Mets. I like the song a lot. Um, there's this part where Casablanca calls for the drums in the middle of the track and the drums come in kind of makes it seem like you're, you're watching some singer perform, you know, on a Tuesday night, and you know, there's four people in the audience. Um, uh, but the uh, vocals and the synths fall together in this pretty melody that's uh, established in the song. Uh, and the album kind of just ends like that. Um, it's pretty straightforward, mostly in your face. Most of the song is a strokes album. Um, I don't really feel like there's much diving into it. Uh, some of the lyrics are a little cryptic, but I feel like overall it's probably a sad album. Um, but yeah, I give it like a 7 out of 10. Um, you know, uh, hopefully they don't wait uh, as long as they did for a new album. But if they do, um, there's probably going to be a lot of material between now and then. Uh, they all have side projects. Uh, Albert Hammond Jr. has this thing going on. Um, and, uh, That'll be it. If you like this episode, make sure to keep on uh, uh, maybe subscribing to this podcast. Uh, not sure when the next one will be out, but thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see y'all later.